Nighttime on Still Waters. This is NB506812, narrow casting into the night from somewhere on Britain's waterways. New Year's Eve, 31st of December, Thursday. Another frosty and icy start. This morning in the dark as I got off the boat, I heard the ice sing. The dawn is softened and blurred by fog. Smudged and half-formed, it feels as if I'm walking through a drawing that someone has tried to rub out with an eraser. The cronking call of two distant ravens snuggle into the muffled sky. This is Narrowboat Erica, coming to you from under a clear and frosty sky, canal side. Well, thank you for joining me on this New Year's night. We've had a lot of really sharp frosts recently, and although it wasn't actually forecast as such, tonight so far has been the coldest yet. I look across at the temperature gauge and it's about minus 4.4 degrees. Where the sun doesn't touch it, frost remains all day, and there's a scabrous skin of flaky ice that has stayed all day. And in fact, in the morning and evening, it's thick enough to not just hold a standing duck, but also to bear the weight of a landing duck. The swans, for their part, circle in a small pool of their own making but mostly they forage and ferret the waterside grasses. Earlier the coot stomped and slid past me on his oversized feet. For all the world looking like one of those hunched figures in a Lowry painting, trudging to the factory gate on a dismal November morning. I hope you managed to get a good Christmas. Everybody I've asked so far has just said, oh, it was quiet, and so was ours, actually. But to be honest, they always are. It was snug and cosy, and we read books, and we ate and drank. Penny unwrapped her presents with a seasoned skill, and I found a load of old mountaineering videos on YouTube, and I lost, lost myself in imagined peaks. Just after Christmas, we said goodbye to our near neighbour, Sam. As Storm Bella was just subsiding, he moved on up the Stratford Canal to Birmingham. On Christmas Eve, he knocked on the side of our boat with a little bag of gingerbread elves, and we're going to miss him. Friendships on the canal are a bit more transient, but nonetheless genuine for that. And no doubt in the future, we will cross each other's paths again. And probably say, haven't I seen you somewhere before? <laughs> Although I think I'll recognise his boat again. Can I just thank you for your comments and your best wishes? It's always really lovely to hear from you and to hear about what you're doing and your plans and your hopes and also your nights. And 
I'd just like to give a special shout out to Richard and Catherine. I've known Richard for many, 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 many years. And it was a delight and such a great joy to meet up with them here on Erica during the autumn, just before the, the tears and the lockdown started to kick in again. They'd just come back from a, a holiday on the narrowboat on the Ashby Canal. So hi and happy new year, Richard and Catherine. Another old friend, Tony Wager, got in touch with me to reminisce and it was lovely to hear from him. And He lives just a little above the Grand Union Canal at Boxmoor in Hertfordshire. It's a beautiful stretch of the canal and an old stomping ground of mine, a stretch of canal that I hold very dear and have some very, very fond memories of. An episode or two back, I mentioned MySpace and how influential it was for me and the friends that I'd made there. And so it was lovely to meet up again with a couple of MySpace compatriots and um, particularly with Caroline Whitehead, who for my money has to be one of the best writers that I have ever read. And I learnt so much from her and her writing about the ability and power of words to convey the inexpressible. And so I owe her a really great debt of gratitude. Thank you also to Hakima Pamela, or Pamela Ennis, for your lovely comments. Uh, thank you, I really appreciate them. And she expressed her hope to be able to come over to the UK uh, when travel bans and things are lifted, um, particularly to visit East Anglia. She's uh, the US correspondent for the Box 39 podcast from Radio Colm. Um, Pamela, you're going to love it there. It's such a uniquely beautiful, haunting landscape with such big skies and horizons that stretch your eyes in every direction. And you get that special light there that you find in places of wide skies and is captured particularly well by the Scandinavian painters like Croyer. So I, I hope that you do get your wish and, and come over and enjoy those hauntingly beautiful landscapes. And talking of East Anglia, new friend is Jean Mann, um, who has uh, dropped me a couple of comments. Thank you very much um, on the Facebook page. And also, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce your name. I was a bit worried about it. But is it Yoddy or Jody or Jody at J-O-D-D-Y? Thank you again for your comments. And while I'm here thanking people over over on Twitter, uh, thank you again to the NB Wannabes for the retweets. Really appreciate them. Thanks so much. So please feel free to contact me uh, to comment to click on like or leave a review if your podcast provider allows it. Contact me at nighttime on stillwaters at gmail.com or leave a comment or message me on the Facebook page, Instagram account or Twitter. And the links to them are below in the program notes. I have to admit that I find the whole New Year's 
even day thing. A little bit strange, and this year, doubly so. There's something rather contrived and artificial about a new year, that everything is new, everything is changed, everything is fresh, that somehow some default reset button has been pressed, and we can all start again. Because we all know it doesn't work that way. But there's also this feeling that we've been bruised and battered by the past year and we need some kind of assurance that it will end, that we can have fresh starts. And I guess although we know deep down it's nothing to do with the calendar, there's also this deeper need to make the thing work. In some way, psychologically, we're still locked into sidereal time. Light pollution might have bleached the stars from our night skies, but we're still governed by that passage from fixed star to fixed star, the swing of the earth around the sun, the pull of the seasons, the hope that they give, the stillness of an ancient woodland in winter and the spring promise of November buds. Temperamentally, we seem to be hardwired to the need to be able to draw a line and start anew. And the movement of the hand of a clock at the stroke of midnight across the finite space of its clock face for us seems to sometimes carry such weight, possibly too much weight, but we also need it. It's chance to reset expectations and attitudes to be able to say to ourselves that was then this is now and i am here and yes also it's not surprising that we can also feel the trepidation and uncertainty with the coming cold light of dawn and the realizations of realities that we all must face. And who knows what this new year will hold for us. But what I do know is that no matter what it brings to you, 2021 will be too important to miss time out skimming stones across evening ponds, losing yourself within a flock of birds as they fly overhead. Spending time to watch light dance on the rain-soaked moss. Catching the scent of cut grass, flowing water. Wandering down unnecessary lanes. Feeling the wind brush your face. Watching sunlight slowly cross the floor of your room. Laughing with strangers at a shared joke. So, wherever you are. May your coming year be filled with summer light and puddles to jump and the warm hum of bees and the sting of frost, of courage and companionship. Happy New Year. This is NB506812, signing off and signing out for 2020 and wishing you a very peaceful night. Good night. Temperature outside 
minus 4.3. Temperature inside, 24 degrees. Humidity, 98%. Dew point, minus 4.5 degrees. Wind direction, northwest. Strength, 4 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 1,004.4, rising. Precipitation, nil. Moon phase, 96.7%, waning gibbous. Day length, 7 hours, 49 minutes. Sunset, 16 04. Skycasting 817.